Hey, good morning, church. How's everybody? Doing okay? Well, it's good to see everybody. Great to have everybody with us online as well. I hope you're getting excited. I hope the anticipation is building. What's coming up on Thursday? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. And then on Friday, has anybody peeked at the weather forecast yet? Huh? Yeah, there's like a 40% chance of snow on Christmas Day this year. And that just excites me. I mean, I just love it. I can't wait. And I know the kids love that. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because that kind of, you know, pushes it out of here. But uh, I am uh, so looking forward to that. Man, what a joy to have the kids with us this morning. Didn't Jacob and the kids do a great job? You know, it's... uh, these are challenging days, um, and, and I know you know. There's a lot that our kids can't articulate. Um, there's a lot we can't uh, articulate about what we're going through right now. And so, what a joy though to see them up here this morning with smiles on their faces and just leading us uh, in worship. Uh, Jacob said uh, earlier that babies change everything. And uh, I know that Cullen and Adrian McGady can attest to that reality right now um, as they welcome little Iris Winona McGady into the world um, this week. So uh, Cullen and Adrian are, are experiencing uh, a big change uh, right now that uh, babies bring. But Mama and, uh, and, and Iris are home. Uh, and they're, they're doing well, so continue to pray for them. Um, man, I love it when babies are born this time of year. Uh, almost every Christmas we have uh, at least one baby uh, come our way uh, here at Tapestry, and it's just a reminder of how fragile, look at that, of how fragile and how vulnerable Jesus was when he came into this world and how deeply He can identify with us. So special. And this is such a special time of the year uh, for the children. And one of my favorite moments when our kids were younger um, was always their initial reaction on Christmas morning. I bet some of you have some home videos of that and some pictures and that kind of things. But, man, the, 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 the moment that the kids came down the stairs on Christmas morning, which was always really, really early in our house, and they saw their gifts and all that was there for the first time. Man, all that excitement, all that anticipation, all that they had been looking forward to had finally arrived. And as Jacob shared with us earlier so well, that's what this Advent season really is all about and when the kids would come down those stairs and they would see that man their reaction was priceless I mean priceless and as we continue this morning in this uncommon Christmas series I want us to continue in the nativity narrative so if you've got your Bibles with you if you've got a Bible on your phone um, turn with me to Luke chapter 2 Luke chapter 2 beginning in verse 8 I'm going to pick up Uh, where uh, Jacob left off uh, this morning. And we're going to focus today on the shepherd's reaction that very first 
Christmas morning. So Luke chapter 2 beginning in verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. It's interesting that the shepherds were on the, the lowest possible rung of the social ladder uh, among the Jews in the first century. Uh, their work in the fields uh, with animals made them unclean, ceremonially unclean for temple worship if you can imagine that. And so they were viewed by the religious community really as second-class citizens. Now, mind you, these are the folks that God sent Jesus' birth announcement to first. And they were viewed by the religious community as second-class citizens. They were even deemed unreliable as witnesses in a court of law. And so God is sending a clear message here in Jesus' birth announcement. And that is this, that Jesus is everybody's Savior. From the least to the greatest, all who would receive Him. And that's the good news that we celebrate this Christmas. And just like everybody else in the Bible who encounters, encountered an angel, the shepherd's initial reaction was what? Fear. Terror. I mean, the scripture literally says they were terrified when this angelic being just kind of showed up in front of them. I mean, we paint this pretty picture in, in, in all of the, the nativity scenes and in the ways we depict that these days. But man, as the shepherds, you can imagine they're out in the fields one night of, of you know, a thousand nights that they're out in the field in this monotonous uh, existence, really, counting sheep and looking at the stars. And then suddenly an angel of the Lord appears to them and they are horrified. They were afraid, as we often are, when we're confronted for the first time with our own sin and our need for a Savior. The angel assures them that he brings good news, the long-awaited Messiah, the anticipated one, the one they had been looking forward to, had finally arrived. Man, they were at the bottom of the steps on Christmas morning. And can you imagine their reaction in that moment from sheer terror to joy in the blink of an eye? Just trying to take all of it in. And then a whole host of angels, the scripture tells us, appear to them as a choir, literally, in the sky. And they begin singing to them. And these guys who have been out in the fields their entire lives, these guys who are considered second-class citizens, who are not even counted as witnesses in a court of law among their people, They're given the announcement 
first that a Savior is born. It's a big, big night for them. And then just as suddenly as they had come, Luke tells us that the angels left them. And that initial encounter was over. It happened just like that. And so the shepherds had a choice. They could stay right where they were and say, man, what a wild night. That was a crazy encounter. I've never felt anything like that. I've never seen anything like that. And they could have stayed right where they were, just acknowledging what they had seen and what they felt. Or they could respond to the knowledge that a Savior had come for them. To break the monotony of their lives. Amen? To bring hope. To bring joy. And every time we hear the gospel especially this time of year, every time we sing about or read about the birth of Jesus, we too have a choice to hear it and feel it and stay right where we are or to receive it and allow it to change us. So the shepherds had that choice in that moment. And they put their heads together and they decided as a group to move toward Jesus. Verse 15, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Let me ask you something this morning. Are you moving toward Jesus this Christmas? I want you to think about that. Are you moving toward Jesus this Christmas? Or are you staying right where you've always been? Are you always depressed this time of year? You know, Christmas fosters a lot of different things in a lot of different people. And, and, and events that have happened uh, on or near or around Christmas can foster a lot of emotions uh, in our hearts. Man, are you always depressed this time of year? Are you always stressed this time of year? Are you right where you always are this time of year? Man, make a decision today. A decision like the shepherds made to move toward Jesus this Christmas. To receive the good news that brings great joy. And so they hurried off, Luke tells us in verse 16. And they found Mary and they found Joseph and they found the baby who was lying in the manger. And let me tell you, they, they came as they were. They came straight from the fields. They didn't take a shower. They didn't get cleaned up. They went straight to Bethlehem just as they were. And Jesus calls us to do the same. We don't have to get cleaned up for Him. He calls us to come with all that we are, 
and all the baggage we bring. And the shepherds did just that. And when they had seen Jesus, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. And so when these guys heard why Jesus had come, they didn't stay where they were. They moved toward him and they brought others with them. And we're called to do the same. I want to invite the worship team to, to come back to the stage now. Let me ask you something this Sunday before Christmas. Are you moving toward Jesus or are you staying right where you've always been? And He came to forgive your sin and to give you life again. That's the good news. And that's what brings us great joy when we are willing to open our hearts, celebrate the baby's cry, and receive him. And that's exactly what the shepherds did. Let me challenge you to move toward him this Christmas. And whatever barriers, whatever walls are keeping your heart hard, and keeping you from opening yourself vulnerably to Him in the same way that He came to us. And I pray that you would just sacrifice those walls, even in this moment. Allow them to fall and move your heart toward Him. Man, maybe you've been a believer for years, but you've been in the same place spiritually for a long time. Move toward Him. Do not be afraid, the angel said. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for who? All people. All people. And the shepherds received that news and they responded. And I want to invite you to do the same thing this morning as we close our service around the Lord's table in the Hebrew language the word Bethlehem is, is a, a compound word uh, the word Beit means house and the word Lahem means bread and so Bethlehem means what? the house of bread so the bread of life was delivered, literally, into the house of bread. And oh, the unsearchable riches of God's wisdom. 33 years after his birth, at the apex of his ministry, Jesus declared this. He said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. He said, I am the living bread that came down from heaven 
And if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. He said, this bread is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. So the bread of life was delivered into the house of bread on that very first Christmas morning. And today I invite you to move toward Him. Just as the shepherds responded, I invite you to respond in your heart in this moment to the good news that brings great joy. The birth of Jesus our Savior, to move toward Him, to acknowledge His broken body for your sins, His shed blood, and to do it as He has called us to do it in remembrance of Him, the bread of life. On the night that He was betrayed, Jesus sat with his disciples uh, around a table. They actually lounged around that table. Jesus had just washed their feet as a servant and he initiated the meal. The scripture says that he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body broken for you. And then he took the cup and he said, this is the cup of the new covenant with my blood, which was shed for you. And he said, do this in remembrance of me. And he said, take and eat. In front of you, you will find a single serving a communion cup, and you can remove the top portion carefully to find the wafer there, which represents the body of Christ. And he said, Take and eat. body broken for you. As he held the chalice, he said, this is my blood shed for you and for the forgiveness of your sin. Take and drink. Father, as we pause just in the stillness of this moment, Lord, I pray that you would draw us to the place you would have us to be this Christmas. Help us, Lord, to put our pride aside. Help us to put our self-sufficiency away. 
Help us, Lord, to open our hearts just as vulnerably to you this day as you've opened yours to us in the birth and the coming of your Son. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for this Advent, for this coming, the most important miracle, the most important event in all of history. And Lord, I pray this day for those who may have never acknowledged Jesus as Savior, Lord, I pray their hearts would be open and you would draw them into your kingdom. And Lord, for those who have been in the same place year after year after year after year, just as the shepherds were, Lord, I pray that we would move toward him. And I pray that in his powerful name. Amen and amen.